hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to this another episode of the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. It's me, Donna Gales, and I am your teacher's aide in this classroom of life and chief storyteller in this experience of Listen Boys and Girls. I am so excited to be back with you again another week. I cannot believe how quickly November went, but I'm so glad to have experienced all that we did. We still have the opportunity to hear from Sean, which is not going to be our podcast today. She's going to be later in the month, but I'm thankful for her. She just got a promotion. And so I'm excited for her to be able to share, not just from the caregiving perspective, which is one thing I I definitely wanted to highlight, but just the progression of her experience and all she's able to share and be for our patients and families. So congratulations to Sean on her promotion and new position. But as I continue for our year-end celebration. For those of you who are returning, welcome back. For those of you who are here for the first time, thank you for joining us in this experience. It's December, the second day, and we always take this time of year-end reflection and make it a December to remember. Now, how we do that individually is up to us. Collectively, we can do what we can to ensure someone else's journey is lighter. We can do what we can to bring joy to ourselves and others. But for me, making it a December to remember is different this year. Why? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) This is my last year in my 40s. I approach my 50th year next year. On July 20th, 2023, if the Lord should allow grace into that time, I will be 50 years old or young, (laughs) whichever way you look at it. I will have amassed 50 years. And with that, I want to have also accumulated not just years, but wisdom I believe that experiences have been such that I have learned to be who I am currently. And I've also learned that there's more to come. And so this December to remember for me is about restructuring my focus so that my next year entering into a new segment of years and a new experience is truly a different experience. There are so many lessons learned from things we've already gone through. And so in focusing differently, I always believe it necessary to include grace and gratitude in our focus. And with that, it encourages us to live in our purpose. It was almost a year ago to the date, a couple weeks, give or take, that I got the message at the Ward 7 and 8 Faith Leaders Breakfast about breaking the jar. That message was so powerful and it resonated so much. And I wanted that to be my theme for this year, breaking the jar. And for those who've never heard that term or don't know what that means, 
it was about taking the hammer of who you are and breaking out of everything that's intended to encapsulate you and steal your shine. We were created to glow and to be and to flourish and to just experience this life in a way that it gives us fortitude to inspire another as well as ourselves. And sometimes we just don't do that for many reasons. There's so many reasons, but regardless of which reason has been a barrier to you, it's time. It's been time for us to break the jars that are the barriers. And I can honestly say that I've done a lot of that this year, but not nearly enough. So I'm continuing that theme of breaking the jar until there is no jar anywhere for anybody. Because as we move, as we grow, as we lead in love and purpose, we liberate others to do the same. And I am so thankful for that. My investment in a December to Remember came quite unexpectedly, quite suddenly, actually. I started my day normally (laughs) on November 29th. And we were preparing for a caregiver summit. Just to be very honest, it had been something that I had focused on and I was nervous about and I was thinking about and, you know, there was a little bit of anxiety and I was just like, God, you know, uh, I just don't know how this is going to work out. You know, I put it all together with a group of amazing people and, you know, the registration wasn't happening the way that I thought it might. And then I was concerned that maybe people didn't know they needed to register and they would try to show up and it might be cumbersome. And I just did not want anyone who was supposed to be there to miss it. Well, how many people know that wherever you're supposed to be, you're going to be, you don't miss it. I had forgotten that, (laughs) but I allowed my thoughts and my feelings and my fears, quite frankly, to just bother me that day. Like, oh my God, what about this? And what about that? And And a friend of mine just said, Donna, relax. It's going to be fine. And I was thankful for that reassurance because it was, it was more than fine. It was an amazing experience that truly blessed me while I was the facilitator and had quite a bit of engagement with each and every participant, I feel selfishly that I was more blessed than anyone. Of course, I know that isn't the truth. There's no comparison and blessings, but I felt like I had gotten so much from that richness of the experience that I was just overjoyed. So I left that evening going into the following day, November 30th, the last day of National Family Caregiver Month, as well as Hospice and Palliative Care Month. I left that day on a high because I could not believe the experience that we had. And I was thankful, but the experience continued. I got a lot of great feedback 
from that experience. Things that I was not even thinking that I would receive. I wasn't hoping or looking to receive. But quite fortuitously for me, I was able to receive in such a major way from the thankfulness of others. And so with that, it helped me to start refocusing and reframing what I wanted the last year of my 40s, (laughs) the last month of this year to look like. I am reminded almost daily that there is no shortage of negativity. There's no shortage of experiences that can be perceived negatively. There's no shortage of people who are selfish. There is no shortage of anything that could cause us distress or discouragement. There is an abundance of bad news and bad feelings and bad energies and bad, just bad things. But, but it is a matter of focus because more than all of the bad things that are out there, there is also an abundance of love and grace and peace and joy. Those things are out there. Those things are in us if we would allow for them to be fed and flourish. Unfortunately, we do get pulled in at times to this culture of toxicity, this culture of everything being wrong. And because it is so prevalent, we can lose focus and forget how wonderful life can actually be, how wonderful life actually is. For those of you who do not know, I've spent the last nearly 15 years in end-of-life care services for those who are on an advanced illness journey. I say all of the time, it is the most rewarding thing outside of youth ministry that I've done in my life. I am thankful to see the hand of the divine moving every day in so many experiences and ways in which I never expected him to show up. Not only did he show up, he changed everything through so many little things. And we don't often have the opportunity to share in a broad way to others how much we're blessed by the little things. We don't always pay attention to the little things because we get concerned with the bigger things, the things that we think we can't handle, the things that we feel overwhelmed with, the things that trick us into believing we can't do it. Those things that steal from us the joy, the peace, the happiness, the overwhelming well of exuberant feelings that we could 
really tap into. But our focus is different. Our focus is flawed at times. And so that is why I am focused this way for this year. Making it a December to remember. My commitment is to receive all of the messages, right? All of the messages that come in various ways and various forms to remind us of the joy that's available, of the peace that is promised, of all of the good that is there and all of the good that we actually are or can be. As a result of lots of the interactions that I've had, I've gotten a number of messages throughout this this month, this year, and this week, And my commitment to myself is to focus on the messages that restore me so that I can be of better service to those that need me, including me, right? Because I can't be of service to anyone if I have not served myself correctly. That's not just for me. You, 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 you and you needed to hear that as well. We have to. We have to be restored in ways that matter to us so that we can do and be and have everything that we're supposed to. We run into some frustrations and that's okay. We're human. It happens. But my encouragement to you is to be mindful of the messages. Those that come to restore and those that come to destroy and choose wisely which ones you embrace. Because often times we embrace the message that's intended to destroy us and that that can't be that can't be because we are needed in this world we are purposed in this world and if we are destroyed by the messages that we receive and embrace when we should thwart and reject those messages We will do ourselves and this beautiful experience a disservice. I received several messages over the last few weeks because just quite honestly, it's been rough for me. I'm going through some transitions and I'm thankful for that. But transition through the healing process for many people can be very (laughs) uncomfortable, even painful at times. And While we're doing the needful, while we're doing the work, while we are experiencing the things that that do cause us a bit of discomfort, sometimes we can lose focus. And so I've been going through my own process of sorting out my end of year process, right? Not necessarily this new year, new you business, but just perpetually looking at my triggers, challenges, and choices, and making different decisions. Not all at once. Sometimes it's not a fell swoop. Sometimes you are just able to make one decision one day at a time to promote a different outcome. And and if that's how it is, that's okay. But again, being mindful of the messages makes a difference. And so I've received a message after this experience with the caregivers from a beautiful soul and it was just 
simply her saying that although she wasn't able to be a part of the experience, she heard about it and she was sorry that she missed it. But she just wanted me to know that she had heard how amazing it was and just wanted to encourage me. And I thought that was so beautiful because she didn't have to reach out to me and let me know that, you know, she hadn't had the opportunity to come. I know she's very supportive. And so I wasn't even looking for any messaging from her because her daily support of what we do, her regular support of what we do speaks volume. So I wasn't looking for anything, you know, else. (laughs) And I, I responded and, and shared with her that I was very grateful for her consideration to let me know, you know, that she wasn't able to be there and to send her regrets in that regard and to just be thoughtful enough to encourage me. And what she responded by saying was so... I, it, I'm rarely lost for words, <laughs> but... It was unexpected, but it was much needed. She said that it wasn't about her kindness of words. She said, Donna, I hope you truly know that the impact of your energy on others is so real and powerful. We are also grateful for the day that has been touched by you. That was beautiful to me, and it was nothing but the grace of God because I tell people that I am just a vessel, imperfect and flawed. And if it were just my input, it wouldn't be anything to speak on. But I'm thankful for the grace of God and the use of this vessel in ways that are beneficial to others. And when I started this podcast, or when I was divinely inspired and instructed to start this podcast... I was told that I am simply to share my story so that it would be beneficial to other people, not to try to make it something that it isn't, not to try to, you know, monetize it. That's not my goal. My goal is to share with others my experience so that they might be enriched by it and that they may avoid some of the pitfalls that I've already experienced so that they can just have the benefit of moving forward without that barrier. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all the things that remind me, the messages. So, you know, uh, most recently, my beautiful niece gave me a gift of the thoughtful cards. And it has been a a popcorn blessing and have taken off like wildfire because... I know how powerfully it impacted me. She gave me this gift because she said that I'm always encouraging other people. And she wanted me to have something to provide encouragement to me when there was nobody around. And she wanted me to have this this opportunity to pull one of these pop cards and get a word of encouragement at any given time that I needed one. And so I share that with others. And that was part of the experience on the caregiver summit and I you know I asked everybody I numbered the cards I asked everybody to pick a number and whatever that card that they picked was actually for them and it was just a phenomenal experience because God did speak to so many each and every one of us 
on that call. And so I usually don't participate in it if I am facilitating. You know, I have my personal cards that I use for my personal experience. But typically when I'm facilitating, I don't get involved. But I was led to to get involved this time. And so the card that I picked before opening it was 20 because seven was already gone. Seven is the month of my birth. 20 is the day. So I, if there are any opportunities ever to pick numbers, I always pick those numbers. Seven and 20 because that's who I am. Seven twenty. So anyway, I picked 20 on the You Matter experience. And the message that I got was, you have a treasure within you that is infinitely greater than anything the world can offer. That's the message that I picked for me. In essence, that is the message God picked for me to be reminded of. I don't take anything for granted and I don't believe in accidents and I don't believe in coincidence. I believe all things happen as they should. And as I am going through this experience, I know that I needed to be reminded of that very fact because it circles back to breaking the jar. There is something that this world needs that I have that cannot be given by anyone else. And as long as it's in the jar, it won't be of benefit to anyone else. So I am continuing to break the jar. But the good thing about that is it's not solely my message. It's a message for everyone to be mindful, to break the jar in every area where you feel bound or there's a barrier. Break it so that you can move in the ways that you're supposed to, so that you can impact the world the way that you're needed to. I'm excited, (laughs) y'all. So many things are happening and I just can't say everything about everything, but I can tell you this. Not only will this be a December to remember, but this inspired life moving forward will be unforgettable. Not just for me, but for everything that I touch, including you. And for everything that you touch, including everything that you touch, we're moving forward with a different focus to make manifest in the earth what we are supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to share. It's going to be amazing. Focus on that. Focus on it being amazing and make it happen. And remember, if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. It's changing mine. And I'm so glad about it. Until the next time, remember to shine and break that jar.